Vito for the Miami Comedy Podcast. Welcome. How are you? Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, Viva La Vida. Uh, Big Jish. Lipstick. Charms. I do this and well. Danny Flash. What's up, guys? Thanks for joining me once again for a Saturday night of podcasting here in the city of Miami. I am uh, dressed up uh, in my nice Hollister shirt because I'm going on a hot date tonight. I'm going to go see Bill Burr. I'm excited. One of my favorite comedians is in town going up to the Hard Rock, man. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to go see him. I'm excited to go on this date. Uh, you know, dating in Miami right now. It's going okay. It's going all right. We got options. Things are working out. Kind of. Sort of. Look, man, I'm going to be honest with you. When it comes to dating, I don't put my expectations too high. I just, my approach is like, yeah, you want to have fun? Between a man and a woman, would you like to have some fun? Oh, I don't know. It's just a thing that got, ah, forget it. <laughs> that's, that's my take on dating right now. I just say, I just walk up to somebody or I DM them. I was like, hey, uh, you want to hang out? I mean, I think it's like, ah. <laughs> I'm so jaded. Sorry, guys. Look, hey, you know, you got to live life. You see the patterns in things, and then sometimes when you see the pattern coming up again, you're just like, oh, shit, I've seen this before. <laughs> and so I don't, keep my, I don't keep my hopes high in the dating world. I just, uh, I just dive in, see what's in there, and if I like it, I stick around, and if I don't, ah. <laughs> so, yeah, man, I'm dressed up. I don't really wear Hollister, but, you know, I, I, got, I got something just in case, right, something comfy. And I, and you know, when it comes to like going out on dates, man, when it comes to fashion for me, it really all depends on what I'm trying to communicate to her. Right. So if, if it's a bad bitch, I like going with my glasses on, you know what I mean? If it's a girl that is obviously into like uh, wealthy guys, I wear my, my shorts. Right. I do all the things that kind of like, Hey, are you good enough past your appearance kind of thing? And I kind of realized, man, to be honest with you, girls just like, uh, from what I've seen in Miami, again, I'm just the guy in Miami, uh, girls kind of just like guys that, uh, I came up with this word, what's the, what's the phrase? I say, uh, lustfully confused. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, uh, I think the feeling that a girl enjoys, especially in the beginning, is they just want to feel that lust, that ravishing lust, but it can't be... It can't be safe. <laughs> Dude, I really think I'm onto something here because like when you when a girl finds you attractive and you confuse her, she she fucking loves it. <laughs> but when you're like forward and communicating like what you want, it's just like your your way to your 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 communication skills are so good. I can't I can't do this. <laughs> Dude, this is why I love comedy, man. I can fucking just say the truth out here. So uh all right, get this. So I think, I think eventually what I'm going to realize about myself is when I'm going to get into my dating life, I'm going to push it all the way up until like, I'm probably like old, like, you know, forties, fifties. Like, I think I'm just going to do this until I'm in my forties or fifties. Maybe, you know, if I'm healthy enough, maybe I'll push it to 60, right? 57. I'm like, all right, three year countdown. Got to find somebody. Um, but I, I'm realizing right now, like when it comes to dating, it's it, there's something going on in Miami where it's not, it's not healthy. <laughs> it's not healthy. And so what you got to do as a bachelor is you got to go have fun 
rather than uh, try to find something worthwhile. That's my take on it. That's my theory in dating. Um, but I mean, like, it makes total sense because look, the internet is kind of ruined. I say this on stage, the internet kind of ruined like romance and like, uh, you know, relationships and all that. Everybody has options and we will forever have options. If somebody tells you they don't have options, then they're either not fully developed yet. You know, they don't got their swagger or they, uh, they're lying to you. I mean, yeah, they probably lying to you most likely. Uh, so if someone's really attractive and they tell you they don't have options, probably most likely a lie. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to stay as attractive as I can. Not to brag. All right. Got my Hollister shirt on. I'm feeling, feeling very hot. Got a brand new haircut. See that, guys? Yeah, right there. I'm feeling fresh. All right. And uh, I think like I think if I get older and if I make it in this comedy game, I'm going to I'm going to become a sugar daddy. Like, I really want to be a sugar daddy, guys. Like if I was a kid and I knew what a sugar daddy was like, Manny, what do you want to be when you grow? I want to be a sugar daddy. I want to have enough money to have options. And uh, you know what I would do? I'd be very um, I play games. I I'd, I'd, I'd probably like joke around a lot as a sugar daddy. Cause you know, when a girl is in her twenties or you know, younger than you and you're like 50, you know what she wants, right? She doesn't love you, love you. She likes you, but not loves you. So you can fuck around with that. Right. If your dating life is fucking up all the way until you're like in your 50s, 60s, you might as well have some fun. Hey baby, you want to role play? All right, look, I'm, I'm going to be a Sultan, right? And we're in a desert castle and you're going to be my princess. And you're going to lay down in this bed and I'm just going to grab this bag of gold coins and I'm just going to make it rain on you, girl. You like that? Yeah. A little role playing. And you start making it rain and then you grab one of the gold coins, you know, and you peel the foil back and then you just feed her some chocolate. <laughs> oh, shit. What's up, Raul? What's up, Romeo? Be sal. Be sal nave. Um, so yeah, I think that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to date all the way until I'm in my deathbed. Uh, and then I'm going to invite the girl, you know, probably when I'm at that age, I'm probably going to invite her over and then she's going to be like, I'm at a retirement home. Yeah. I'm in, uh, I'm in the room in the back. <laughs> uh, she comes in and is like, they're, they're offering apple juice and orange slices. Would you like some? This is really good stuff. You want to be on the wheel or not girl? You got to be patient. <laughs> this is a, this is your true test of patience. Uh, also, never don't don't really use uh, if you want to find somebody, don't really use uh, like apps. Like that's how bad it's gotten that you've got like the app that says it deletes itself. Like I know a lot of people looking for a relationship use Hinge. Have you heard of this one? I'm not on that thing yet, but I heard this thing. Supposedly, you're supposed to delete it after you find somebody. Is that, is that what, is that what he's telling you? Is that what she's telling you? So how creepy is, I'm actually a little worried about using an app like that. So you meet somebody and then you got to delete it. It's like, Hey, this is the first date. I'm not going to delete shit, but if you're supposed to delete it and you're weirding me out. All right. We're out of Flanagan's right now. This is too much pressure. <laughs> This is too much pressure, girl. What do you mean I got to delete an app because I met you? Oh, one time, one time years ago, I think in like 2014, 
I think I met a girl that the sex was so good, I deleted the app, uh, Tinder. And she felt like a million bucks. She was like, I fucking got this guy now. And then, uh, and then yeah, she ghosted. But hey, I remember I did that. I remember there was a girl I was like, oh my God, that sex was so good. I'm gonna delete this shit. Hey, we hanging out again? Ghosted, all right? Gonna download it again, fuck. <laughs> Down in the trenches, shit. Um, yeah, it's unfortunate, guys. As I get older and older, I'm realizing uh, it's gonna be the dating. If you're really serious, yeah, I'm not. I'm not right. I'm just dating for fun. But like, as you, as I get older, I'm realizing that uh, the dating world is is changing, and it's gonna be. I'm not gonna be hateful and be like, oh, it's fucked up. You can't find nobody, and all these bitches. What? <laughs> I don't want to be that guy. It's just that I'm just realizing that what's going on is uh, we're getting so connected that we're getting far apart at the same time. And I've said this before. I think if you guys really want to wait for the love of your life, wait until we can have sex with robots and then that's it. It's fucking over. Once robots can provide what we need in a partner, it's over. Like we, you don't have to worry about that shit ever again and I, i'm actually upset that i don't i'm, not, I'm probably not going to be alive for that shit i hope i will right the program a robot to do exactly what it is you need someone that understands you can talk to you you know makes you bust a nut like you've never busted a nut before all right leave me alone for a while i'm busy no problem right i come back i need a cuddle <laughs> uh yeah, I think once robots start becoming romantic partners, I think eventually we're going to, and it won't be so bad, we're going to bring down the uh, population problem, right? You just referred to a robot as a someone. Yeah, I would. I'll lie to myself. But it's going to bring down the population problem, right? A lot of people jump into, a lot of people get together, and, you know, let's go past the dating world. Like, a lot of people are so... I don't want to say the word desperate, but they're so hasty in jumping into relationships and doing the family thing that it, it, it doesn't always work out. And then they just have a kid and then they have to go through the divorce and then the kid has, it's a, it's a mess. And the reason why it's, it's just dating and finding someone right now is just not, it's not really the objective anymore. Right now it's just like, who makes me feel what I want to feel accurately and always and that's that's kind of impossible <laughs> that's kind of impossible you really can't you really can't expect someone all right i'm gonna i'm gonna say it like this like i was on a date the other day right and me being uh 36 i'm i'm really good at communicating when i date right like i was like all right you're being weird like i'll tell you i'll tell it to a girl it's like all right, you're, you're, that you're, you're being weird. Or I'll tell her like, all right, you're, you're giving me mixed signals. Like I'll call them out and, and they can't take it. <laughs> I, I just want to hang out with you as a friend, but I want to hang out with you as much as I can. Wait, what, what the fuck does that mean? Figure it out. How do I know it's real? <laughs> right? So when it comes to like, communication some people don't want it to be clear some people want it to be convoluted and vague and ambiguous and then you gotta like 
go in there and figure that shit out. And by the time you're out, you're just like, I wasted three years with this person. <laughs> I hate this person. Why did I convince myself to date such a horrific person? Oh my God, that's right. My dick. <laughs> my dick was at it again. <laughs> Oh, that penis of mine, ruining my life. Um, yeah, I was on this date, and then this girl goes, uh, no, but you know what it is, man? Some guys out there are really good, really good at manipulating women. It's, it's incredible. I, I see it. I see how they can do it, right? Because I, I kind of get, I don't get manipulation, but I, I get how to keep her interested, right? I get it. But it's, it's it's immature how to do it. The way to do it is very immature. Uh, so for example, like I was on this date with this girl, right? And she, she tells me, and I'm treating her right, right? Like we're at this bar and we're going to go out to dinner and shit. We're having a really good conversation. And then she tells me she met some guy. Uh, and then she pulled up in the parking lot. She were, she really liked him. Like she found him really attractive. And so she wore like this skimpy outfit, She's like, yeah, my God, I have my heels on. I wore the short dress, right? And then I'm looking at her, what she wore to me is she wore like this tracksuit. <laughs> so I'm a little offended. I'm like, how come I didn't get the little dress? But all right, all right, whatever. Maybe it was just the scheduling. She's like, yeah, I wore this little skimpy dress and I had these high heels on and I'm looking at myself in the mirror in the car after I parked and I'm putting on my lipstick. And then I realized the guy was parked right next to me the whole time. And so I step outside and I go, hey, I'm here to see you. And then the guy rolls down his window. He's like, you've got a lot of nerve coming to see me. And you didn't tell me you were a guy. And she was like, and I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe this guy thought I was a guy. I really wanted to see him. And he thinks I'm a guy. I, I was so distraught that I actually asked him to put his hands down my pants so that he can see that I'm not a guy. <laughs> True story. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a second. Did he, did he finger you? Oh, yeah, I mean, he has to know that I'm not a guy. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm here at a bar buying you whatever the fuck you're drinking. And then we're going to dinner and all I got to do is call you a guy. I was telling her this, right? <laughs> all I got to do is convince you that I'm convinced that you're a guy so that I can make sure that you're not a guy by putting my hand down your pants and getting what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with me? Why don't I use these tactics? That that's the most upsetting part. Why can I be a real fuck boy? Like these guys out there, they're crushing it. I don't know what it is. And so I just thought it's like, you know what it is? <laughs> I do this and well, you know what it is? Women just like feeling a uh, lustful confusion. I think that's what I describe it. Lustful confusion. And guys know how to do, some guys know how to do it very well. Very well. They're, they're, they're psychopaths. I think that's why women are into like murder shit and mysteries and who killed who, because there's something about that psychology that they're just like, I can't believe it. Wow. Well, there's also a guy that uh, invented uh, electricity and it's also a guy that I meant to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. But this guy right here, he killed somebody. And he looks crazy. 
And I wonder why he's that kind of a person. It's like, well, what the fuck are you doing in society? You're finding the weirdos attractive and the ones that are. So it's fucked. <laughs> the shit is in reverse. And I don't know what to tell you. Because like when I, I this happened last night. When she told me the story, it happened last night. I, I, I was like, damn, I got I to gotta learn from these people. I got to learn from these guys that know how to make a woman feel this way and get what they want. Because I'm pretty sure this guy hit it, you know, and he didn't have to go all out. He just had to say, I can't believe you didn't tell me you were a guy. <gasps> you think I'm a guy? Come here. Come here and finger me so you know I'm not a <laughs> guy. Fucking love it, man. All right. Uh, let's get to the reads real quick, and then we'll get to the second part. This show is sponsored by LU Venus, everybody, who is a health insurance agent and a subject matter expert in the world of health insurance. So use him as a resource. If you have questions, he has answers. The people he helps the most are those who do not have health insurance because they believe it to be unaffordable. And those who do have health insurance and are complaining about how much it costs. He can help anyone, anywhere, with anything regarding their health insurance. So call him today. 305-335-3944. Or you can email him, eliu.vinas at ushadvisors.com. Thank you, LU. All right, moving on. Uh, probably one of the worst states I've ever been on in Miami is, um, and this one was also years ago. Uh, I forget where I met her. No, what, when it was. I think it was like 2006, 2007. Met her online. I think it was MySpace. If I remember correctly, was it MySpace? MySpace was pretty good as a dating site because MySpace, I remember, had this function. It's kind of weird. If you guys think that your privacy was, is being, uh, you know, tampered with or whatever through Facebook, MySpace did it blatantly because MySpace, you can just put your zip code and it'll show you all the profiles within the zip code. I remember that shit. And you know what? It fucking worked. Uh, I remember I would go on MySpace, you, you, you put the search and then you put the zip code and then it'll show you all the people that are near you. And, you know, you look at the profile, see which is cute. Be like, hey, you know, you look nice. What are you all about? Da, 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 right. You start, you know, chatting her up. And we went to this bar in Miami Beach. And this is how fucked up some dates, some dating can go. Ugh. I mean, I can imagine girls also go. Girls also must go through some really awful dates. But, the, you know, this one was one of the worst uh, all right, but long story short, I meet her at this bar and uh, at the bar we're dancing and her friend was, I remember she, I remember she brought a friend and I hate when she, I hate when girls bring a friend that's like, like cock, like a cock block goblin. <laughs> that's what I call him. The cock, the cock block goblin. And she's just there. It's like, if you think you're going to fuck my friend or not, you're not. Okay. I'm going to let you know right now. I don't have anyone here with me. I could be here all night making it hell for you. And then, the, you know, the girl you're on a date with, she's just there like, oh, yeah, you know, that's what she does. She just does it. Like, oh, God. All right, whatever. Eventually, some guy walked up to the, the goblin and started chatting her up. And then now they're, they're dancing. So they're far away. So I'm like, I'm like, the, I'm like a wolf now, right? <laughs> gotcha now. <laughs> and so I'm dancing with the date, right? Things are going well. We going in. We grinding, right? Let's go. It's going well. It's going good. I'm feeling the vibe. She's feeling the vibe. And then she gets a text message. She looks at her phone and then she goes, uh, oh, I, I can't dance like this with you right now. My boyfriend is coming. I'm like, what? 
Your boyfriend. I thought she was fucking with me. I thought she was just telling me some shit. All right. Uh, I'm going to go. I was like, no, no, no. I could fix it. All right. I told him that I'm with my cousin right now. And I'm like, okay, so now we're dancing. But now we're dancing far apart. So now it's awkward because we're there just there with our drinks like, yeah, where are you from? All right. Yeah. Right. A, a second ago, boom, 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 boom. No sound. I mean, no, no talking. All body, right? All physical. And now we're just like, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, that's crazy. Wow. Yeah. I thought, I thought she was testing me. I thought I was like, this girl probably doesn't have a boyfriend, but wants me to like, right, separate a little bit, talk to her. So I'm like, all right, I'll talk to you, whatever. And then she, she looks at her phone. She's like, all right, my boyfriend's not coming. We good. And then we go back to grinding. And of course, my morals were out the fucking window. I was young. I was naive. It was 2006, 2007. I think I was like 22 at the time. Anyways, uh, so fast forward, we go back to her place and she lives in the studio, but the studio has these like uh, curtains, not curtains. The rooms are separated. I guess she lived with the goblin or something, but the rooms were separated with sheets hanging from the ceiling. I remember because I was, we were chasing each other around naked and we were like going underneath these, these sheets all over the studio. It was kind of cool to be honest. Uh, and you know, just round after round of hot Miami beach drinking sex. Right. It was amazing. Had a wonderful time with her. We're naked watching TV. And then she gets a ding on her phone. And then she says, all right, now my boyfriend really is coming. And I go, all right, now I'm leaving. I'm going to go. She's like, no, 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 don't leave. I said, I have a cousin in town. You're the cousin. I need you to stay. <laughs> so I'm the cousin, right? Now I'm laying down in this, in this sofa couch thing. <laughs> I got the blankets up to my fucking chin. Like, like, I heard, like I heard a scary ghost story. Bro, looking back, I can't believe this girl convinced me to do this shit. This was actually quite traumatizing. The door opens and this big guy walks in. Talk about like a big... He's a big fat dude, but he's like bearded with like tattoos and the fucking big earrings. You know, you know that type, that look, right? This guy looks like he just came out of a tattoo parlor. This big dude walks in, dude, and I'm just there like, oh my God, I'm going to get my ass kicked. I'm going to get bodied. (laughs) All right, so get this, guys. He walks right by me. He goes into the other room and he fucks the girl. And he fucks her well, audibly, so that I'm pretty sure he was like, I don't know who that guy is on your couch, but your cousin or not, he's going to know who's fucking you, and he's going to know I'm going to do it well. Dude, I hear this guy fucking her up. (laughs) Yeah. And he leaves through the back door. And then she comes back out. And has the audacity to lay down next to me and say, I told you I'd get rid of him. And then she tries to cuddle with me after she did that. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to go. I get up. I put on my shoes. She's there already asleep, right? Because I'm assuming the sex was that good that she put her ass to sleep. Oh, man, I can't believe I'm sharing this story. All right, put on my shoes. I get in my car, dude, and I'm driving home. The sun's coming up, and I'm just there laughing. 
I'm just there laughing like, what the fuck was that? And then the next day she hits me with the, hey. What kind of robot is she? A psychopath. Yeah, exactly, Vikes. A fucking, but that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I'm saying. That was, this is the kind of psychopathic behavior that you're going to find in the dating world. That's, that's the point. Like, these people exist. Some in various levels. Like, some are, some are crazy. Some are fucking crazy. That was a fucking crazy moment of my life. Some girls, you know, toxic, crazy, I'm confused, fucking crazy. That, like, it's in layers. Um, so I, she hits me with the hey the next day. And she's like, hey. And I didn't respond. And then that was, that was the last time I saw her. But that was, that was probably some of the, one of the most traumatizing, yet very sexual. That was one of the most traumatizing, yet very sexual nights of my life. Because we did like four or five rounds, back to back. You know what I mean? It was a lot of fun. Um, they're calling me now. So I guess, uh, I guess my date is ready. Uh, all right, guys. So that's it for the Miami Comedy Podcast. Thanks for, thanks for tuning in, everybody. I always appreciate having a conversation with you guys, sharing the funny of my life, right? I'm heading off over to the Hard Rock. Going to go see Bill Burr, one of my favorites. If you guys don't know who Bill Burr is, check out his work. Uh, I recommend Paper Tiger on Netflix, one of his best. I can't wait to hear his new stuff. One of the reasons I did comedy was because of Bill Burr and his comedy style. So, you know, but I'm glad to see him here in South Florida. All right. Uh, if you guys want to support me, if you guys want to support what I do, come out to one of our comedy shows. Monday nights, Red Bar. Tuesday night, Sweet Caroline. Wednesday night, Casa Tiki and Focal Brewery. Thursday, Tripping Animals. And uh, Sunday at Tipsy Flamingo. This Sunday was postponed. And then next uh, Sunday is going to be the, uh, the actual date, okay? Because the bar wasn't ready today. We go to the next one, September 5th. The night before Labor Day. So it's going to be a long weekend. Perfect. All right. There you go, guys. Uh, uh, highly recommend you come out to our shows. Go to MiamiComedy.com. And also, if you want to support me in this live stream podcast, go to MiamiComedy.com slash podcast. And uh, yeah, either put a, you know, subscribe with the thing. There's a few buttons there. Check it out. All right. See you guys next time. Have a good night.